Hi you guys, this is April, also known as a Soul Coach. This is episode 15. Hi you guys, this is episode 15. I am super excited about this because it's a few things that I'm going to change with the podcast. Um, In the month of November, I'm going to do two episodes per week. And I have a couple more ebooks that I will be adding to my website. And on my 20th episode, I'm going to do a free coaching giveaway. So stay tuned for that. I'm super excited about that. This episode is all about twin flames, karmic relationships, and soulmates. Let me just tell you, I've been wanting to do this episode and every time I start, I literally have like started recording about a twin flame journey and I get into my anger because I wasn't healed from my twin flame my personal twin flame journey and for the people that do believe in twin flames it's it's a hard 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 journey and um and it's about self-discovery and it's about self-love and it's about really putting you on your path when you are talking about your twin flames and then we have our soulmates that we you know, that we meet and come into our lives. And then we have those very, 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 very valuable karmic relationships that we have to balance the karma from. And uh, and we're going to talk about the difference between those three things in particular. Uh, this episode is dedicated to that. And, you know, here we are that the... The holidays are like right there, you know, like when it's Halloween, it's like Christmas because we've totally forget skip over Thanksgiving. It's like Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving, blah, blah, blah. And then Christmas, right? And um, the holidays tend to be a sad time of year for uh, most people because they spend time with friends and family. Uh, maybe there's a loved one that's no longer with us and you know maybe we're alone for the holidays and we weren't prior and I've even fallen into depression during the holidays you know at certain points in my life and um, so I definitely want to make sure that what spirit wants me to communicate to you guys be communicated and just to spread love and to let you guys know that you know you're not alone on this journey you have me (laughs) and you have the people that are listening along with you I have a lot of listeners now and it keeps growing each week and that's why another reason I think I'm going to go ahead and continue doing uh, the two episodes per week indefinitely um, starting in November because the feedback that I'm getting it's needed and this is the best way for me to communicate is talking via this podcast and then having it grow and like I said I'm only on episode 15 and it's like blowing me away and it's because it's divinely got it so that being said let's get into twin flames karmic relationships and soulmates
All right, the first relationship I want to talk about is twin flames. Twin flame, I'm going to do the definition, the textbook definition of what a twin flame is, and then I'm going to tell you my perception of what twin flames are, my experience with the twin flame journey, and then we're going to go into like me reflecting back on my karmic relationships and my soulmates and and, and things like that. And the reason that I wanted to do that is because I, when I met my twin, I didn't know that he was my twin flame. I didn't know what that connection was. I wasn't, I knew, I've heard of a twin flame. I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't realize how important the relationship is. And it has helped me on my spiritual path more than anything in this world. And I know that I am forever changed because I met my twin and vice versa. Because once you meet your twin flame, there's like nothing else can even compare to it. Uh, so by definition, it's like your twin is uh, your twin flame or twin soul because you guys are the same. It's a person who you are destined to feel connected to on a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual level. Your twin flame represents your friend, lover, teacher in this life. He or she is a catalyst of your spiritual growth and the mirror of your deepest desires, needs, and fears. Yes. Is that not the deepest thing ever? Not everybody meets their twin flame. Let me just tell you, it depends on where you are in your life, in your path, um, what you reincarnated to do, what you sign up to do when you reincarnated. Um, so not everybody meets their twin flame. You'll have tons of karmic relationships and, and tons of soulmates, but your twin flame is uh, pretty special. Um, your twin flame, there's uh, two parts to the twin flame. There's one person that carries the masculine, the divine masculine energy, and then the other one uh, carries divine feminine energy. And it doesn't mean about sex. There's women that are carrying the divine masculine energy and vice versa. So it doesn't matter. You know how, how that can go. Uh, when I was when I looked at my birth chart, it's so funny. I was just talking about this this past weekend. I looked at my birth chart. It has a duality on there, and it looks like you know what was your what where were you like you know with your masculinity and your femininity um, when you were born. And I had a, my masculinity chart was way over my femininity when I was born. It makes sense because I do have a lot of masculine traits. I, I am a doer. I, I create things, you know, and that is the masculine energy. Um, it, we all carry masculine and feminine energy uh, within us, but some people depend on, you know, on their birth chart and, you know, how they are. They carry more than the other in creating the balance between the two. A twin flame is your other half. So I am a divine feminine in my twin flame journey and my divine masculine. And it just so happened to be that we are of the same, you know, that sex. And we are both Leos, which is also (laughs) an adding factor to both of our stubbornness. Both of us being, you know, in our heads, we're very analytical. Both of us, you know, not wanting to make them first move because we feel the other person should. You know, there's a lot of things that, you know, we carry, but he is also my mirror. There's things that he, he does that I'm like, whoa, 
that is so me <laughs> you know and it, it's just such a it's, it's crazy and the way that you meet your twin flame I'm not going to go into detail on how we met I think I've even mentioned it before but it was it was pretty like it was happening it was like one of those things that was destined to be and and our souls recognized each other and that is something that I cannot uh, explain I'll try I will try though I remember us sitting down at dinner and uh, when people say, you know, the eyes are the keys to the soul, it's very true because I remember sitting down at dinner and he just looked at me and he said, I just love you and I just don't even know why, but I just absolutely love you. And when he said that, I could feel it in my spirit and I could feel it in my soul. And I looked into his eyes and it was just like, it was familiar to me. And I think this was like on our second date, I believe. First or second date, I don't know. It just kind of, it's a blur at this point. But like, I recognized him and he recognized me. Our souls recognized each other. Because we've done this in many lifetimes before. And in that moment, I didn't tell him I love him because I was like, what? Because I let my ego get the best of me. But I knew that I loved him like day two. You know, it's just one of those things you just kind of know. And people say, oh, it's love at first sight and so forth. And it pretty much was love at first sight. Um, but it it was different. It was of a connection that that we connected on all levels, spiritually, emotionally, physically, just like I had just read. Well, on this journey, it's very intense in the beginning when you recognize each other. I didn't know that it was a... Uh, twin flame journey quite yet I did know I said well this person is going to be in my life forever and I said well you know we're just going to get end up getting married I had this in my head because I thought that that's what this connection was and um, in those people that's out there with their twin flames they know like you have this connection like oh my god this is the person I'm going to marry this is the person I've been waiting for my whole life and it's 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 not like that <laughs> it had that feeling to to be that way at first, but eventually it doesn't it doesn't go that way. But anyway, well, it may or may not. Let me not say that because um, every twin flame journey is different. So in the twin flame journey, the energy and the connection is so strong. I remember our first like weekend, we couldn't see each other because he was traveling for work. We were having these little spits and spats and we were, you know, and it was so funny because we just never had that. And it was like our spirits was like, we have to be together. And we were arguing because we weren't. And then he made this crazy trip back, like in the middle of the night, just to come see me. It was like insane and it's because we were just longing for each other. And it was that kind of uh, connection that you just you just don't have. It comes around once in a lifetime. So we went through all of that. And then there is what they call a runner and a chaser. The divine masculine normally is the runner. And the reason that they run is because they cannot handle how intense the connection is. The connection is so intense that it 
scares them to the point that you have to bear your soul. The things that you used to do in previous relationships with different people, you are not going to be able to do in a twin flame relationship and journey because you are your true authentic self and that other person will expose that. And in in that in being exposed, some people aren't ready for it. And it's like, oh no, I'm not ready for this. Even though he prayed for me, he prayed that he would meet someone like me exactly to the physical. And here I am manifested in his face. It scared the shit out of him. And I didn't understand because I knew the connection. I am intuitive. I'm clairvoyant. I knew he deeply loved me like I deeply loved him, but he just could not handle it. So he left. And me as a chaser, I chased. And I've never chased anybody. If somebody's not in my life, I'd be like deuces. But this connection was different. So then I start reading and then I just, spirit kept saying, April, that's your twin. That's your twin. And let me just back up for just a little bit. Right before I met him, I would say about four to five months prior, I met a false twin. That is how you know you're going to come and recognition with your actual twin flame because right before you meet someone that's a false twin and false twin carries a lot of the characteristics as a twin flame however it's not that person is actually preparing you for your twin flame union right I met this guy it was pretty magical kind of the same thing when I saw him I was like, oh my God, like I recognize them. That's like, oh my goodness, I've, we've done this before in another lifetime. And I remember like praying to God, thank you, you sent me my husband. And that really wasn't my husband. <laughs> it was a false twin. And we just, you know, we just kind of, you know, we separated and everything. And I was like, okay, so that wasn't it. And I was hurt. Like, I truly was hurt because I was like, man, I really thought that this was the one. Because I've been wanting to be married and have a family for a very long time. And I'm like, what is it? What am I getting? You know, whatever. And so I met that guy and that didn't work out. So I was just kind of done. So I was just doing my own thing and having fun. And then that's when I, like, literally four or five months later, I met my actual twin. And then, because it prepares you for that, right? So when Spirit was telling me, April, that's your true twin, I was like, no. So what I did and what I suggest that you do if you're in a twin flame scenario, you ask Spirit, you ask God, is this my true twin flame? So what you do is you ask Spirit and you say, hey, I want to, like what what I did, let me just tell you what I did. I said, if if this guy is my is my true twin flame, I want to see his name in writing in the next 48 hours. And I didn't even have to wait 40 hours because literally like I got an email that had his name in it. And I don't even know why his name was in the email. That is how magical it was. And I still didn't listen to spirit. I said, I won't see it again. I, he needs it, you sure he's my twin flame like I'm questioning God like are you sure about this because he's acting crazy and then like literally spirit was like his name wasn't writing again somewhere else and I was like I got goosebumps because I knew that he was I knew he was but I just you know was in denial for for a while 
so we spent that I met him in the end of 2016 and then in 2017 we spent this whole the whole entire year going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to the point that it was like wearing me out because as one of the twins normally the chaser is the one that's more spiritually grounded and understand the connection and understand you know what it is and what we're supposed to do here twin flames are put together to raise the consciousness uh of the the total consciousness and the consciousness a consciousness of love and uh getting on our path and to help and to be a service that's the purpose of the twin flame we carry the yin and the yang the male and the female energy and when we come together we are a light we're an expanded light for the the entire consciousness and that truly is a big picture of what a twin flame is however if the runner runs you have to allow the runner to run you have to allow the runner to a lot of times they go back to karmic relationships because that's what they're familiar with because you're coming in their life and how you came out of nowhere it's like where did this person come from and like I'm used to doing things I'm used to doing things this particular way here I am I'm really have to change who I am and any kind of addictions or uh things that don't fit in the twin flame journey with your divine feminine when you're the runner it's not it's not gonna work and they know that so they set off and then they go back to like old girlfriends or create a karmic relationship the entire time they've never forgotten about you because they they love you and they and they miss the connection and they know what the connection is they're at peace with the connection but they're not ready for the collection connection so it leaves the chaser heartbroken which I was for a very long time because I didn't understand like why you're not getting this what is going on with you <laughs> like you know and then I just had to like let it go and when I let go of the idea of us getting together and being together that's when I was at peace so that's when I started working on myself and my self-love that's when my business started going to the next that's when I was like man I'm a different person because that part he changed who I was he shifted something in me that I didn't even know was there that I knew no that I knew was there but I needed somebody to light that fire and he lit that fire and he left in the same I did the same thing to him and to the point that he's like I know I have to change this if I want that I have to change this part of me so we go our separate ways and then that's the twin flames and separation and when you're in separation, you you love them from afar. So they tend to communicate with you. You know, we're in the 3D level, which is a physical plane. And they communicate with you in a 4 and 5D. He has come to me in my dreams. I have, I have communicated with him telepathically. He has communicated to me telepathically. Um, some t- his higher soul is connecting to me telepathically. And the reason I say that is because the last time I talked to him, I said, why do you keep coming to me in your dreams? Like, I remember texting him and saying, what did you need? What was up? Because I knew that he was calling for me. And he got quiet. Like, and that's how I knew that he was like, how did she know this? How did she know I needed her? You know what I'm saying? And then literally, like, a few months later, he's like, I've been wanting to talk to you. 
I have needed you. And it's like that kind of connection that you just, you don't have with any and everybody. You have that with your twin. And in separation, which is the hardest thing to deal with, is that you have to think of the bigger picture. And the bigger picture being you. And being on your path. And fixing yourself. And being the best version of you. Because if you were not whole within yourself and I have a podcast about being whole in a relationship if you're not whole within yourself in the twin flame journey it's not going to work you guys it's going to get together and you're going to separate you're going to get together and you're going to separate you're going to get together and separate it's going to be a continuous roller coaster ride of emotions so it's the best that when you guys are in separation don't have any expectations of being in union have the expectation of you being the best person that you can be so you can shed your light to the world. And twin flames, when they are in recognition, you are put here by God to be a service to other people. And in that, that is what you need to focus on. And I'm telling you, that has gotten me onto my path. And I have no expectations of union You know, some people get, you know, the circle back around because sometimes the roles switch. Sometimes the chaser becomes the runner because the the runner hurt the chaser so much that they just they're scared to death. They love them. They want to be with them, but they're scared. So they the roles switch and the chaser becomes the runner and the runner becomes the chaser. Sometimes you guys get into union, you know, and then sometimes you don't. Sometimes you find your soulmate. You're divinely got a soulmate and you live happily ever after. But what you have to realize is there's no expectations, right? None. Work on your damn self. Get yourself together. And that is my version of a twin flame. All right, you guys. So hopefully they help you explain like the twin flames because this is for the people that are, you know, in twin flame relationships are needed a little clarity on twin flames. I'm very passionate about it. You know, you don't have to believe in it. You know, somebody that I follow and admire, you know, she said it's fake news because, you know, her twin flame was, you know, abusive and that's not a twin flame. You know what I'm saying? They, they will never physically hurt you. And, um... They will hurt you though, but <laughs> not physically, but emotionally, and it's not done on purpose. It's because they, you know, the hurt that they they put upon you um, has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you, and it's not deliberate. It is uh, because they just cannot handle. They just cannot handle the connection, and that is okay. And that's where forgiveness comes into play. You know, when you want to move forward in your life, and and you let go of the ideal of the twin flame. And that's even in any relationship. You let go of the idea and you forgive that person and you move on. That's why I tell my clients it's so important to write those forgiveness letters and then burn them because you need to release that. You need to like let that karma go and not hold on to that. Because when you hold on to that, that gets blockages in your chakras and you're not able to go forward in your life. And that, you know, and that's where Reiki come into, you know, I do Reiki as well, but those traumas to your heart you know I didn't even think like I could handle 
dating again. (laughs) And I'm still to the point that I'm not 100% ready to start dating again. Because then every time I think I will, then I meet a guy that's just like, we can't talk about anything. You talk about low level stuff. I can't, I can't do that. No, because that's how much I've shifted in my consciousness. But anyway, so the next relationship we're going to talk about is karmic relationships. Let me just tell you, I'm going to give you the definition of what a karmic relationship is. And then I want you to kind of do a reflection back on like your past relationships. And you can definitely pinpoint who was your karmic relationship, right? A karmic relationship is a romantic bond that is formed with someone in your soul group. And it's a relationship designed to heal past life lessons and pain. Karmic relationships are the type of soulmate relationships that no one wants, but everyone has. And you ask, like, what's a soul group? Well, a soul group is, like, um, it could be your best friend, partner, family member, neighbor, workmate, or whatever. Um, a chance in meeting or whatever. They help you to remember why you're here on earth and what you are hoped to accomplish while you're here. You know, I believe, like, prior for our reincarnation, we uh, we have a contract, and that contract is like, these are the lessons I'm going to learn. Let's go around. These are, you know, my karmic ties. These are the things that I'm going to do um, while I'm here on this earth in this in this lifetime and uh, in this reincarnation. And so your soul group is supposed to help you uh, on your path and remind you of that. I think that, you know, um, I've met my soul group, a, f- a few people in my soul group, but I've met them uh, via Instagram and um, I haven't met any in person yet, but like just the connection that we have, it's like I've known them my entire life. So your soul group is those people that, you know, you know what, you weren't born into their life, you know, into the family, but man, they feel like family, right? You have those people like that. Well, anyway, your karmic relationships. So I want you to think back about in your past relationships, right? Who were the ones that taught you the biggest lessons? The biggest lessons about yourself. And and people end up marrying, car, marrying karmic relationships. Because they have not balanced the karma of their past lives. And it's the most interesting thing to me. Because... I see people that get married for the wrong reasons and they have this idea of what marriage is supposed to be or I'm going to be with this person because he looks good on paper or I'm going to do, you know, whatever the case might be. And it's something that you've done in your past life that you need to clear in this one. And you have to be mindful of those things. And you meet your karma relationship and it's fiery at first. It's like the sex is great and you know that person's in your life. You're like, oh my God, this is great. But you guys are connecting on low level energy, which is like sex and lust and not love, right? And uh those karmic relationships, man, they could take you down. <laughs> Just tell you right now. Those karmic relationships will take you down. You can get married and be married. 
in a karmic relationship for years and you were like what and then when you get out of it you're like man I had a blanket over me like what in the world is this is the sun shining today that's the sun I didn't see that sun up there what's going on that's how they can pull you down into the darkness that's how far they can so you know you always ask for protection but at the end of the day there's nothing that you can do about a karmic relationship because those relationships are going to teach you the valuable lessons that you need to learn in this lifetime and also uh, give you a kick in the behind on what your life purpose is in this reincarnation. (laughs) So karmic relationships are extremely important. And like I mentioned, during a twin flame journey, a lot of us, when we separate, we pull in karmics. And we pull in karmics because we're trying to balance the, the karma from past or like even um if the runner runs and he know that he's hurt the divine feminine you know when the divine masculine run and they hurt the divine feminine they're pulling a karmic that hurts them to balance out the hurt that they put on the divine feminine (laughs) it is insane because everything has checks and balances like even though you didn't initially mean to hurt that person, you did. So don't think that that karma's not going to come and catch you because it will. You know, it's important that you plant good seeds and always be positive and, you know, first do nobody harm and, and do these things and live your life that way because karma never misses. It doesn't miss in relationships, especially. You know, I know I've caught some karma from things I've done in previous relationships and I own it. You know, it's about personal accountability. So when you think about, like, you know, reflect back on those relationships that you're like, man, he taught me or she taught me that lesson. I got that. Check and keep it moving, right? Because once you create the balance and you balance out that karma, then you're able to be open to what divinely is guided for you. All right, let's get into soulmates. Soulmates. Yes. So uh, with soulmates, you have different types of soulmates, but we're talking about the intimate and romantic uh, soulmates right now. So we're just going to focus on that. Uh, My son's father is a soulmate. Uh, The way we met was weird. (laughs) And it was like he was meant to be in my life and he was meant to be my son's father he's meant to be in my face and attach to me for the rest of my life (laughs) so I you know uh he's definitely a soulmate at times I just be like oh god why because we're so different he's so conservative and I'm like this free spirit but you know opposite attracts because I'm all about breathing and chakras and meditation and yoga. And he just looks at me like, what are you teaching our son? And I'm just like, okay, well, you can teach him your stuff. <laughs> I want to teach him mine. You know, his foundation um, is Catholic. So, you know, my son's Catholic. I let him learn all that stuff because... I mean, he needs a foundation. I had a foundation and he needs a foundation. But, you know, I incorporate my beliefs on to his foundation. And and when he gets old enough, he'll make the decision. 
But however, but you definitely need to have a foundation. So, you know, my son's father is definitely a soulmate. I love him. I still love him. You know, it's not the same, you know, in love kind of thing that we had when we were together. But I will always love him. And, you know, he's a a big part of my life. I see him every week. (laughs) So, you know, he ain't going nowhere. Um, And I always pray for him. And, uh... Because, you know, I am fortunate to have a father for my son that is present. So I am grateful for that, right? And uh, he's a soulmate. And I think that my ex-fiance was a soulmate. Uh, They're in your face. They teach you lessons. Uh, There's karma involved in it as well. You know, uh, me and my son's father were together for two years before my son was born. And then we were together two more years. So four years we were together. And then, like, my ex-fiance, we were together about three years. And then um, I think I might have had a few more. I'm thinking about romantic soulmates. Um, relationships. And they weren't karmic relationships. They were more soulmates because I felt very comfortable I felt like, you know, I was in love. Um, It was different. You know, it wasn't about the physical. It was like lessons that I learned throughout the relationships about myself. Not really about them, about me. Things I will and will not tolerate. Self-worth. What I truly wanted in life. What my purpose should be. Uh, things like that that they triggered in me to help me along on my path and and so many people hold on to the negative aspects of relationships that didn't work instead of looking at the beauty of why it didn't work and uh in getting those nuggets that you you get from when you're in a relationship and that person actually did xyz for you one of the things that I did a few years ago is that I I was wondering, like, why can't I get relationships right? And it's funny because I'm a Leo woman. <laughs> and I look at, like, the celebrities that are Leos. And I think about J-Lo and I think about Haley Berry and I think about Madonna. I think about all these beautiful, successful women that just cannot be stable in relationships. And I wonder, is that is that me? Like, you know, what is going on? Like, why can't I get it together? Hello. I mean, I really be trying to figure it out. So I, like, sat one night, because I'm a nerd, and I was writing down, like, all my relationships. And then, like, I was writing down, like, what was the common denominator? Like, is it me? Is it them? Like, what is it? What do I need to do? And so I figured that it was not them. It was all me, because it's personal accountability. And uh, you can't point fingers. At the other person, even though you can, but you can't. You got to hold your part in it because that's the only way that you can heal. You can only heal when you have your part, when you take your part in it. So what I did is I just sat down with a piece of paper and I looked at my exes and I wrote them down. And then I'm like, I wrote down the pros and the cons in the relationship. And then I looked at the the common denominator (laughs) in the relationship. And then I realized that, you know, the things that I needed to work on. 
for me, you know, I'm a controlling person. I like to be in control. I'm a natural leader, you know, and I sometimes I need to uh, relinquish that control and let the man lead. And that was my biggest aha moment. But when you think about your soulmates, they do that for you. They give you those aha moments. They give you those times when you, you know, you need to check yourself. (laughs) And then, you know, a lot of times, like, I feel like, you know, on this twin flame journey, it's it's a, it's a choice, and and right now I'm just standing still because I I don't know, you know, um, I don't I'm not ready to date, so I'm just kind of like just chilling, you know, right now. But when I am ready, uh, and be open to it, I might pull in my divinely soulmate that is meant for me, and we go live happily ever after, or I might, you know, or my twin flame is healed, uh. And he comes back, but he has to come back to me. I'm not going to him. The chasing is over. (laughs) So anyway, you know, I have no expectation either or. But, you know, I can definitely pull in my soulmate. And, um... And I'm good with that and I'm happy with that because I did all the work for me. And then even in that relationship of soulmates, you still learn, you still grow, you still get those aha moments, the the teaching and the learning, it never stops. And if it stops, then you need to figure out why it's stopping. And that to me is the definition of a soulmate. Alright you guys, as we wrap up this podcast um, about twin flames, karmic relationships, and soulmates, I want you to take an inventory of your current relationship. Think about, is this somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with? Or is this, you know, a divinely guided relationship? Is it something that you're comfortable in? Is this someone that you're just like, you know what, we've been together, we might as well just do it. Are you truly happy in this relationship? Because that is key. There's no way, knowing what I know now, that I could manifest myself in a relationship that no longer serves my highest good. And and what we have to learn um, as we go on our spiritual path is that sometimes people are put in our path to block us from our next level and we need to be conscious of those people uh seasonal people you know like I remember Tyler Perry saying in one of his plays you know you need to make sure you you know who these seasonal people are because some people are there for a a moment in a lifetime and just for a season and you definitely don't want to have a seasonal relationship last for a lifetime because you will always wonder what if I don't want any regrets in my life. You know, I, that's why I did the note taking and I look back and I reflect and I'm like, I don't reflect because I live in the past. I reflect because I don't want to repeat what I've done in the past. And that is key. So rather you're in a twin flame relationship or a false twin or, you know, a karmic relationship that's teaching you some very, very valuable lessons or you're just <clears throat> in a soulmate that you're you're with a person you know that you want to be with, you know, take that inventory and make sure that you are putting yourself first. And and that's not being in a selfish way. That's being in a way that 
is for your highest good. And, you know, you need to lean on God as well and uh, lean on the universe, the higher self, whatever it is that you believe in. And you ask and you pray and you meditate and you wait for the answer. Because so many times we're so frightful of being alone. But when you are alone, that is when you are the most powerful because you know what you do and do what you will and will not tolerate and what you won't and you want to make sure that you are living your best life and your best life meaning that letting your higher self take the will and letting your higher self is meaning take the will is meaning like getting closer to god i'm stuttering which means this spirit is like yelling in my ear <laughs> sorry um is that let me slow down <laughs> he's yelling in my ear um for you to take the driver's seat for the your higher soul is taking a driver's seat in your life and allow your higher self to take the driver's seat and that's because that is the closest connection you are to god and for your life's path and then when you create and you start manifesting your soul family and you start, you know, moving people around and, and, and it all starts with you. That is when the true magic happens. And it's just not something that I, I teach. It's something that I know. It's something that I've been through. And I always wonder, like, why did I have to have so many hard lessons in my life when it comes to relationships? And it's because I am supposed to teach all of these. I'm supposed to be a teacher and a guidance and help. And that's why I just think that is so important that you invest in yourself. You know, a lot of people is like, I don't know if I want to, you know, pay for a spiritual coach. And I don't know, but you're lost. You're lost. And even if you don't utilize me, you need to utilize <clears throat> someone that is divinely guided and that could be your pastor or like a friend or somebody that you totally trust. But, you know, not only do you need to do that, but you need to dig deep and do the work. And doing the work requires you're going to have to like spend some money. And spending that money means like I need to go see a therapist or I need to get a life coach. Or I need somebody to help me navigate and create this balance that I know that I am missing. When you are constantly trying to figure out and in, in, in your life's chaos and you're just like, man, nothing's working out. It's because you're not on your path. And it's a path that your soul had agreed on before you reincarnated. So don't allow anyone to come into your life and block you from what you are divinely guided to do. And relationships are the number one reason of blockage. Because not only do they teach you lessons, but low energies infect those people and get in your way. When I decided to get on my path and I was in the middle of my twin flame back and forth, our roller coaster ride, I was told numerous times that I need to let it go because he is blocking me. And I'm like, no, I love him. He loves me. We're supposed to be together. It's my twin flame. And I'm just like, I was fighting for so long. It was crazy. I was like, yeah, Malia, I'm stubborn as hell. And I was like, I'm going to fight. I'm going to, I know he loves me. And I love him. We're meant to be together. And you know, and he has his issues. He's got his stuff. He's got going on, like some big stuff. I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to love him through all that. And I'm like, no, but who's going to love you through your stuff? Who's going to put into me? 
you know, I'm so busy trying to fix him because I loved him so much that I wasn't fixing me. And until I made that switch to fix myself, that is when I really got on my path because he was blocking me unintentionally from being on on my path and my higher self, right? So, you know, I've had my business for three years, but this past year, like, I is when I really boots on the ground, like, getting with it, you know? And it's because of him and uh, the lessons that I learned and uh, the, the ability to let go of the idea and give to me the way that I was giving to him. And and I know as women, we do that. And as men as well. We sacrifice so much of ourselves that we lose the essence of who we are in a relationship. And that is not how we're... That's not how we're supposed to be doing things. And I know things are easier said than done. But at the end of the day, you need to love on yourself. And you need to know that you are worthy and deserving of what you want. And and if somebody's in your life that don't hold you to that caliber and that don't don't respect the fact that you are worthy and love you through that, then you don't need to be with that person. If you need help navigating, let me know. Reach out to me on my Instagram, Soul Coach, S-O-L-E Coach underscore. Uh, in my bio, hit the link. It's my, my link tree, which I have links to my ebooks and my candles are coming out pretty soon and then my new website and uh, and I have a new ebook that I'm launching next week. It would be about twin flames and relationships, but it's gonna be way it's gonna be in depth. And I'm also gonna give you steps on how to navigate when you're in a relationship that's no longer working for you. And I want to thank you guys for all of the positive feedback. Um, One of my Instagram followers, um, she's like, your voice is so soothing. Like, it puts me to sleep. And I've been hearing that, too. I, my voice is, sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. I don't know. It just depends. Uh, It's just funny. So I appreciate that, too. is funny to me I love it but anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in and then don't forget in November I'll have two episodes a week thank you and enjoy your Halloween weekend